Welcome to the Man Cave Podcast, where your hosts Bryce and Lewis pour up a couple of drinks and discuss everything relationships from dating to marriage while sharing their personal dating and marriage stories along the way. Now toast up, ladies and gents. Let's get to it. Good morning, afternoon, evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. Welcome back to the Man Cave. The safest place on the podcast <laughs> or whatever you want to call it you know welcome back everybody yeah guys welcome back uh two things i want to say um <laughs> um i realize apparently this is men's mental health awareness month yeah Fuck and yes. um i would like to think I would, I would hope to think that some of the stuff we said on here can help the way with some guys processing their thoughts and being a little more open with your um your feelings and everything. So hopefully this has been a safe place for you. Um guys definitely we're we're made to feel like we're not allowed to express ourselves emotionally, cry sometimes. Um just hey if you if you if you don't feel comfortable going to your father, go to a friend, you can't show it to your friend. Maybe you can make it to a therapist or something, but don't be afraid to seek out that mental health. Don't feel like you have to keep up this persona to stay strong and non-crackable. You know, I was about to go say something bad right there, but <laughs> just um, you know, get help if you need it. It is okay. I've been there. I've um, been there too. I've been outside of a therapist's office crying before and calling myself a bitch in the car because I felt like if I go in here, I'm a bitch. I go in here, I'm a fucking bitch, and I was punching my steering wheel and everything. And <clears throat> this is during my little six month stretch of smoking menthol Newport. So you know, Ew. I said, "Fuck this shit." Ripped a, <laughs> ripped out a Newport <laughs> and cried while smoking that cigarette back to my house in Attleboro. So yeah, and, and and it wasn't the best way to handle things. So I mean, hey, if you if you need help, hell, if you if you want to, you know, text me. goddammit. it, I, hit me up on Instagram. I'll speak to you. I, yeah, if, you need it, if you need it, for real, if you need it, I say that to all my guy friends too, all my boys. Not even just my boys. If, if, even if people that I go, I like, I talk to, you know, sparingly or interact sparingly. Guys, it's not. I I know like men over the centuries have been like, no, fucking swallow it, push it down. Don't get me wrong. Yes, you got to be a man about it. But it sometimes you just really need to let it out because if not, it's gonna eat you alive. You really gotta just you just talk about it. I'm I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about this. A lot of a lot of people say different. If I'd rather I'd rather open up to one of my boys than my significant other because there's there's two sides to that. Depending on the scenario, I know a lot of women will say different, but a lot of women will look at their man different. If he just breaks down and cries in front of her, I know they said, "Oh, it, um, what the fuck they say being vulnerable, sexy." It, yeah, I'm kind of on the fence with that one. But if anything, for real, if you if you if, if you know my Instagram, low cost customs, fucking, or you could hit me up on Man Cave, uh, the Man Cave Lewis, hit me up, fucking, I'll be your ear to fucking just scream at for a little bit, maybe help you vent. Do that, do that, y'all know we we easy to talk to over here. Yeah, I um. I never cried around my ex-wife. I think the only time she saw me cry is when one of the cheating episodes, I think 
that's the only time she ever yeah. saw me cry Same. or heard me cry. But uh, other than that, I for 10 years, I don't think I ever shed a tear around her. And that's just, you know, me trying to keep up with that man persona. And my I, wife now, she's seen me cry several times. I told myself anything I did that I felt was not appropriate or wrong in your previous marriage, nip that shit in the butt now. Don't yeah, do it in this be one. Different. So don't try I'm not trying to act super tough around my woman. If I'm if I'm feeling vulnerable or I want to get something emotional off my chest, I don't mind telling her. And if that leads to me crying a little bit, then motherfucker, that's okay. I got feelings. And you need to know that I have feelings. You need to know how I'm feeling. So I need to I need to make sure that that's coming across. And if that involves a few tears, fuck it. It's a few tears involved. For real. And like it, I will say my ex ex-wife she did see me cry twice one of them is completely understandable actually both of them are um my father passed away and you know she i was with her at the time when that happened um and then the other time is when i actually confronted her about her having an affair which that's yet so much emotional like anger right there i chose the the good path um that shit fucked me up i couldn't i couldn't it destroyed me for a while (laughs) It only destroyed me. It destroyed me for like five days. But I couldn't, I could not imagine my woman, this woman that I've been with for six, seven years, bouncing on another dude's dick. That is the image that just kept running through my head. Yeah. She was bouncing on this dude's dick, yeah, moaning, grabbing him, image. him, him blowing his load and her just being like, oh, you know, I'm <laughs> like, oh my God, all that shit was just in my Yeah. I, I, I go really image. I go really vivid with my image when I think about this shit, folks. Like yeah. I, I think about it all and I'm just like, she did so that you telling me that you not just cheat on me, the shit the way you fucked me, you fucked him. That's what I'm thinking. And the way that yep. you let me fuck you, you just let him fuck you. So the way I'm beating that pussy up and you ask telling me to oh pound it harder, go deeper, you just told this motherfucker that you don't know to go deeper. Fuck me harder, all this shit. I that, that my my head just goes off on a. Yo, when I'm thinking real. about stuff like that. Same. It just goes same, off. same, same. So, and and I think that's that's why I sat my ass down after I did it. And I was like, yeah, I, I won't be doing this again because that's probably I would assume that's how her head felt. Was like the way he be blowing my back out. He's over here blowing this bitch back out. Yeah, for me <laughs> it was like how I throw her around. That's that's yeah. what bothered me. The way he slaps my ass when he's hitting it from the back, he smacked my ass when he hit it. He, uh, he's done everything to hurt that he did yep. to me, and that that right there, I couldn't I couldn't imagine doing in another relationship. I can't imagine no. putting my wife's thoughts now in that in that way, make her thinking like, "Wow, the, the way he's fucking me, he's fucking that bitch." Yeah, that's not, you know, I, that's that's true. So I did that. Yeah, I can't do it. Go ahead. What were you saying? <laughs> but no, I, I was just saying like it. It, that those were the two times that really fucked me up and um like luckily like well, i should say lucky like i come from a big family do I, did i have plenty of people to talk to yes but um i will say like looking back at it now i feel like if i didn't talk to anyone about it it probably would have just sent me into a dark place which i literally have seen and i didn't realize that until like about like two years later after i like climbed out of the hole that i was in and like I literally got approached by my father, and he was like, "I've seen." Um, he, he literally started the, the conversation with, "I'm proud of you," 
because I've seen guys go through half the shit that you've gone through and it just destroy them or the, you know, they go into like drugs or fucking, you know, bear, you know, climb into a bottle and then just live there for years. And so it's what I mean. Like it, it don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you guys to be little bitches and sob over every little thing. I'm just saying, if you need to talk to someone, do it. There's, I'm, if you don't have a boy or one of your homies in your life who isn't willing to just sit there and like talk to you or like hear you vent, you need to get some better friends for real. Yeah. Yeah. You really fucking do. Because I, I, I will say I probably have like a handful, like maybe I can count on one hand, like a, the kind of guys that I would actually like sit down and like release on. Nope. Black. I got like three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, like close friends that I know that would just be able to like hear me out and like give me a non-biased opinion. You know, without being like goofy about it, but um, yeah, you know, since it is like men's, you know, mental awareness month, it's it's really true a whole lot. Like, we don't talk about it as much as like a a civilization, honestly. For mm-hmm. the most part, for over the se- over the centuries that humankind's been around, it's men's always just get up, fucking swallow that shit, keep moving. And you know what? To a point, yeah, I do agree with that, but it it's only that only goes so far, especially now especially mm-hmm. now with social media it's very it's very easy just to look like through it's almost like looking through a looking glass and like it's so much nicer on the other side and then it, it could actually just make you feel like even more fucked up like why can't i be that happy or why can't Man. shit feel like it's going like that for me for so that's real. what i mean it's sometimes you just you really need to just talk to someone so because for me what actually helped me a lot was like someone giving me their perspective you know like looking from someone looking from the outside in to see like i do have like good things to be happy about and shit like that and and i don't care like i'm always the type of person where there's a positive in pretty much everything even if it's super negative there's still a positive in everything yep the way i look at it i guess julia was my positive (laughs) so but um uh what was i gonna say i got no you spoke about drowning yourself in the bottle but yeah losing yourself in the bottle i definitely was about to go that path i don't think i ate bro for two days straight i don't think i ate anything for two days all i did was drink that's all i did i i pretty much lived off ciroc ciroc vodka for two days and the strip club i mean i got my conversation from anybody i got my conversation from a stripper and (laughs) she was she was very nice though. Like I think I told I've told a couple of people a story about the that pretty cool strip I I was cool with. I go in there, she never asked for money, never asked for dances or nothing. She would always just sit down and chat. She liked to have conversation. And she chatted with me that whole time and but I only felt better when I was talking to people. As soon as I got back home, as soon as I jumped in my car, I was back to shit again. Yeah. And I don't even think people people didn't even really realize like how I was so shut off, bro. Um, I know even at drill, I barely talked at drill. I mean, I was just so monotone. Like I, I know yep. I'm, I'm I'm very quiet and monotone now, but I mean, I no, was. That's that's when I we first started see, talking. I could tell you were you were spiraling. Bro, I didn't want to see nobody, and I only I didn't want to see nobody happy. I had to go to the bathroom sometimes and let out a, a little tear session. Like two quick little two three minute tear session and then come back out and hoping and looking at my eyes making sure my eyes aren't red and sometimes they were and I'm like God I can't go back people are gonna think I've been crying and 
I'm like, fuck. And one day I just went home. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I gotta go. I, I can't, I can't, I gotta go. I mean, yeah. I think it was Sergeant Rogers. I told that too. I think he's, yeah, just, Hey, just go tell him. Hey, I remember, I think I remember that day. Stuff. Cause I came back out to be like, yo, was young. And he, he said something like, oh, you had some shit you had to do. So you left. I'm like, oh, okay. And I, not only would just drill though, I did it at work. Like I go, I'm, I'm like, this shit is really fucked up my whole entire way of living. I'm telling my boss now, like I walked up to my boss literally like this with my head down. Like I gotta, I, I, I gotta go. I, I gotta go. And she's like, okay. And I just, I turned around, walked away. I, I just, I couldn't, if I stayed at work, I started, this is when I was stocking groceries. I started balling up, tearing in the aisle in the middle of stocking my groceries. And I just went up to it. I got to go. If I don't go now, I'm going to lose my shit. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I, even when I told I got to go, I went out to my car and probably cried for like 10, 15 minutes before I actually left the fucking parking lot. Yeah. Yo. Like I, it was, I was totally fucked up. Totally it fucked happens, up. It happens, bro. It definitely happens. Probably ripped two cigarettes on my way to the car. Like I was just, <laughs> I was man, I was so ruined. And then, and, and, and I and I, and I got to keep telling people this because I know people probably assume the other way around. But it, it had nothing to do with her. I'm not crying because I felt like I was losing her. I was crying because I knew I was losing whatever that connection or relationship I have with my children was not going to be the same yeah. from that point forward. That That's was my point. The most that was my point in crying, not yeah. the woman. I just want to make that clear. Um, and, 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 and I thought that way for good reason. Cause I, even now my kids don't, they love me, obviously I'm their dad. They respect me and everything, but they don't listen to me the way they used to. They don't believe my words the way they used to. The relationship isn't the way it used to be. It's, it's, it is different. And that's what hurts me the most when they say things. And I'm like, if I was still living around you on a day-to-day basis, I know th- that would have never came out of your mouth. I know the way you're talking would never come out of your mouth. I know the things you're doing would never be done. And now everything is just different because daddy's not there 24 seven. Yeah. And somebody telling me, well, the kids need to spend more time with you. And I'm like, that's cool. But I also have to work because if I don't work now, it's more of, it kills me more now than any other time because taking off time, that's, Every, I mean, I work overtime every day. So anytime I take off that time, it cuts even more into my check on top of the child support. So it's like I yep. can't even take time off. Taking time off hurts me. Like if I if I took two weeks for a vacation or a week for a vacation, yeah, I get to sit down and relax. And now at the end of that pay period, I have to deal with that because now I'm about 150 to $200 shorter than I would have been just because yeah. I wanted to sit down and relax for a minute. It's, and that shit starts to get to me too. You know, I... I try to discuss that with my with my uh, wife sometimes. I don't know if she, I don't think she's gonna understand it to the to the entirety of how it affects me, but it's it's something I deal with every day. It just yeah. like I can't even take a break. Taking a break means I lose some money here, I lose some money there. It's it's, 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 a, <laughs> it's a fucking. Uh, it's one of those fucking things, bro. It really is. Yeah, I get it though. Definitely. I get it. So. um have you heard about the, um, I'm sure you have, it's been all over the news, the submarine issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the one that went down for the, um, the fuck is it, to go look at the uh, Titanic. Yeah. I, I, how do you feel about it? Yo, I, I don't, don't want to laugh. Like... I mean, I'm sorry. I know some people <laughs> are think that it's really fucked up. I get it. I feel for the people. But, man, some stuff I can't help but laugh at. And I'm, probably, I'm going to hell. But I, I have a heart. I do have a heart. But some of this shit is funny. And I can't. 
I try not to even, I try not to laugh. And I'm like, man, they wrong for that. Like I seen somebody post a, <laughs> <laughs> I seen somebody post a uh, GameCube controller and a controller like the one they had on the damn boat and uh, yeah. on the submersible and they were reviewing, had a review of the game controller, talking about how it was shitty. It always loses service. Yo, for real. Like I heard I'm that like, too. When I heard that that's what they were uh, controlling the submersible with, I was like, oh man, they're fucked. They're done. That's yeah. Billion, million dollar fucking thing. Like, especially like two of the people that were on the the submarine were billionaires. So, you know, come on, you can't. And the ones that weren't billionaires made plenty of money. Ship. So Yeah. Bro, they said he made it in his backyard. How is that really factual? <laughs> they say he made it yes. in his backyard, and I watched a video. He he made he made the claim that yeah he got some of the shit from Camping World, and this game game controller here. Yeah, it's a straight up game controller. We keep a couple of them in here in case one of them go, goes out. It, bro, one <laughs> it's of like the, it's all they, controlled by this one button. I'm like, dude, I heard this- about it today. I, when they were talking about it today, they literally were like, there was like the guy who owns it or owned it now. He would when he built it, his friend who's like he specializes in like underwater treasury and all that kind of shit, literally was like the thing you're building is only good for like a couple of dives. Like the ones that are, are built specifically mm-hmm. to go deep water are built out of like steel and it, it's like there's no number of dives that can go down. His they were like it's good for like three to five dives, and then after that it's it's gonna break. Because it, it wasn't made out of, made out of steel. Fiber. Yeah, because it was made out of carbon fiber. Which, yeah, carbon Bro. fiber is fucking strong, but it's yeah. still... Dude, you're talking about, like, thousands of pounds per square inch pressure. Like, man. Like, thousands, because how far they were down under the water. Like, <clears throat> it wants... The water wants to crush you at that point. He said like, he made several happened. dives up to that point. So, I'm, I'm, I was wondering this, because I didn't, I didn't find the information, actually, but... So that one, he's been reusing that same submersible this whole time. Yep, and then there was, and then there was this another couple that came out. That's like they're like an adventurous millionaire couple or whatever, and they they paid him two hundred thousand dollars to get seats on the boat or submersible, whatever it was, tin can with a propeller. I don't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> Uh, I know I'm going to fucking hell. I'm sorry, bro. Did you? I've seen the video. Like it, that's what it look. It looks like it one does. of those gas cylinders. Yes, that's it looks like a big oxygen tank with a propeller bro. in the window. It, yeah, somebody believe- showed me a. I know it was a video I watched. He had directions for something drawn on him with a marker. Yeah, <laughs> bro. bro. It, 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 when I saw that's what they went down on, I would have been like, hell no. I've Fuck seen no. movies that the props look better than this thing. Fuck for no. real. But bro. um. There was this couple that came came out and was like, "Yeah, we've been we paid him over three years ago two hundred thousand dollars to get seats on this boat, and every time we went to like go to to like get on the boat or the the submersible, that they kept getting pushed back because of technical errors. And then they, the more they're digging, the more they're like, it kept having mm. problems. It kept like it would fail and this and that, and it just." I don't know, man. If if I'm gonna go, like, it's essentially it's it's like going to space. I would like research the fuck out of that thing to make sure there is no fucking issues, Bro. and every T and I is crossed and dotted. Like, it's just that's just just me. But I guess when you get to have a lot of money, you just don't give a fuck at that point. You just <laughs> want to do something. Shit. But um, to get more on a serious note, though, I, I will say the news had us thinking like they've been down there running out of oxygen. 
yeah. trapped at the bottom of the fucking ocean. And hearing that they imploded was kind of like it's a little bit of God. relief. There's no yeah. suffering. They literally with they said the pressure is so fucking great that if there was even a slight in, like decrease or increase in pressure, it would implode so goddamn fast that your your brain wouldn't be able to yeah. register. They would exactly. just it'd just be like snapping your fingers. You don't even know you're about to die. Yeah, that shit just happened. I mean, you just it still sucks, but I'd rather that than just sit down there and be like, okay, now we have ninety five and a half hours to go before we suffocate to death. Yeah, before you die. Yeah, that would have been crazy. And th- and who's like you said that that ninety five? I mean, that's just like an assumption, I guess, because yes. you got people down there panicking, yeah. so they're going to be inhaling a lot faster, more frequently. Mm-hmm. 90, 96 hours, of my ass. They they would have been <laughs> dead anyway by the time those guys would have found them. Yeah, and, but only, I guess, the only positive to that is you would have had bodies to bury. Now well, they, apparently they, were they don't even talking have about bodies that. to bury. They don't, but because they're disintegrated, like. Thanos finger snap gone. <laughs> they're, they're, abs- they're out. <laughs> well, yeah, because at that point, Mother Nature takes course, man. You're you're literally a floating piece of meat. So anything that has a mouth down there is going to eat you. You're going to no, be a fucking they, bone. But the way they explain it, though, they're not even there's nothing there. Like as soon as it happened, their bodies like turned into mist. Well, yeah, okay. because it this there would be well the only thing that's actually left is like structural pieces. But they said it. They, it was like over a debris field, and it's hard for them to de- to uh, decipher which is the submersible or the Titanic, because they can't. I mean, the Titanic's been out there for a minute. Yeah, yeah, but they don't different. have. Like, if you really think, uh, here's the part that, like, here's the part that when I found this out, I would have instantly said no, bro. Our military doesn't have a submarine that can go as deep as that. Our military, a multi-billion dollar. How does our military not, but James Cameron does? Because the, well, actually, I don't <laughs> he know. Because he's been down there over 30 times. Because this motherfucker has nothing better to do than to sink money into a fucking and tin can with windows. You know, I, don't I know. didn't even find out until this last week that this motherfucker was a legit um, diver and shit. I, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Why do I give a fuck what James Cameron thinks about the submarine? And, I, and I'm like, oh, he's done over 30 dives. He's really in this shit. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought well, he just made a Well, that's the thing, movie. too. Like, do they say that? No. Well, do they say that? Yes. Do I actually believe that they don't have some type of software to go down there? No, they have little remote control robots that can go down there, but an actual, like, submarine, per se, that can actually go to that depth and not die? No. We don't have anything that goes that deep. I, I think the deepest little... we can go is like 10,000. And that sits, I think, at 15,000. That's pretty deep. Yeah, I've been... Uh, 15,000... Dude, that's fucking... I've been looking at... I've become a whole YouTube submarine deep ocean <laughs> fucking observer now. I'm looking at everything. Like, I've been... I've been trying to figure out what type of fish live out that far down. And man, they some ugly motherfuckers that live that Bro, far down in the water. Honestly, a couple years ago... Like, I don't know. I... I I'm definitely like a thirst for knowledge type of guy. So like as soon as I get like my head wrapped around something, I just have to keep like digging and digging and, digging and I'll just keep looking shit up. And there was a this this documentary I walked on I watched on Netflix probably like three, four years ago where they explored it in detail. And like they had a little submersible that went in the Titanic. You get to see the hall. It was it was actually kind of cool. And then I like spiraled off into like just watching a bunch of like deep sea stuff and how. Like literally, like less than a third or a, a quarter or something. I think it's whatever. A very low number of like the ocean floor has ever been mapped. 
visually, not sonar. Like sonar, yeah, you just look at like an image on the fucking thing, but in reality, it's there's a lot that we haven't even seen. We don't even know what the fuck's down there. So, but yeah, that's just how I am. It doesn't matter what it is. As soon as I get into it, I'll just literally dig myself a hole and just bury myself with knowledge. I'd be scared to be that deep down there. It's a, it's pitch black, mm-hmm. like bro. I like can't you can have the brightest light and you still, it's just so dark. It just absorbs the light. So think about that. It's like, bro, if they really had been trapped down there, like, yeah, we can turn off all the lights in our house, but we'll never be that fucking dark, bro. Can no. you imagine the fear? You're thirsty. It's pitch black. You're running out of oxygen. You're hungry. It gets you fucking hot, to too. Like it, it get hot yeah. down there. Well, cold. They said it'd be cold as fuck down there. At that oh, yeah, time. that's right. Yeah. yeah, when you're that deep, so, yeah, because no sunlight, nothing. Yeah, their shit imploding was the best fucking case scenario. Bro, I watched a 3D image of the implosion, if it happened, what they might have went dealt with. And even that, a 3D little cartoon had me like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that shit. Oh, my God. They didn't have time to think about that. You're, I mean, no. you're, just think of an ant in a soda can and you step on it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like l- literally like no joke, like within a couple seconds, maybe the the physicist that I was hearing about on the talking on the news, or whatever, he literally said, he said like two tenths of a second. Just boom. Like it, that's it. Flattened. That's crazy. Type of, and Man, that's crazy. Act foot pounds, he said, but I think he, he want to say it was, I think he said something about like 10 yeah. times the normal gravity we experience above water would be down there that's, i can't imagine dying it's insane so fast that my brain didn't even wasn't even able to register wasn't even register what happened you are about to die you didn't have time to panic blink text i mean 0.2 seconds bro <laughs> instantaneous poof yeah that Think of like a balloon is. popping. That's what he. That's what he compared it to. I didn't think of it. He goes, think about a popping a balloon with like a pin. He goes, that's the that's the kind of speed it would be compared to like it would implode. <sighs> that 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 shit's got me falling fucked up. It, it's yeah, been about a week. It's crazy. You see, I'm still. It's, it's just on my head, bro. <laughs> I can't. It's, okay. it's crazy. I bro. can't get over how fast you you die like that. Like you pay all that money, you go all the way out here, you down, you going down. And we're thinking you're just sitting there. You didn't even make it to the Titanic. An hour and 45 minutes and your shit imploded. Yeah, I didn't even make it close to it. They were still, I think they said they were still like, well, they were close, but they weren't super close. I think they said they were still like 1,300 feet away or something like that. 13, was it 13,000? I don't know. They said they were not close to it, though. Oof. That's why they said it's so hard because it exploded and then it just like sprinkled down and went like a blanket area rather than all straight down it's fucking nuts dude yeah the the, the one part that was like it's sad loss of life is it's sad it is i'm not gonna knock that but the one part that was really scared is one of the billionaires it was it was him and his 19 year old son and i guess that his son was like i really don't want to do this like i'm only doing it because to spend time with my dad but i just i don't feel right about this and he was right yeah, if I want to spend time with my dad, motherfucking, we can go play pool and have a beer. Dude, we we're a billionaire, dad. Let's go do something yeah. else. Scotty Burst, what? I ain't never jumping on no goddamn <laughs> submarine. So, how about, what about <laughs> this? What's something that you've always wanted to do that's not exactly safe? Nothing. 
nothing. So you never want to do like skydiving. Oh, no. Go ahead. Keep naming them off. I'm telling you. Go go climb. Go to fucking Grand Canyon. No. Climb a mountain. No. Jump out of plane. No. Did you jump? No. No. (laughs) No. 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 I don't even ride roller coasters. God damn it. Ferris wheels. None of that shit. I ain't go. I don't. I just don't have a. I don't have anything in me that wants to go do shit that could. That if it fails, you die for real. Except get on an airplane. That's about the uh, flying is the most dangerous thing that's I do. The most in my dangerous life. thing I do. In reality, that's the safest form of transportation. Yeah, but it if it really fails, is. look at the statistics. Yeah, but if you but when you die, when a plane crashes, you're dead. When your you're car dead. crashes, yeah. you might live. Yeah, you that's, may you may I be mean, a vegetable, but you, know, you may live. You might break your leg, your <laughs> neck. You might get impaled with something, but you have a better chance of dying in a car crash. That's why I hate that statistic that you just brought up. It's true though. It's it is true. true. But if a car crashes, you can live. But look at and it this way, right? Money goes down, eh, eh, done. But look at it this way: if, like, all right, let me just give you a little scenario. If you survived a plane crash, right? Wouldn't you have like a fucking god complex after that? Like, bro, I survived a fucking plane crash. Bro, if I survived a plane crash, I would then go fuck a hooker raw. That's, <laughs> That's what, what I go. mean. I would have the biggest god complex. Like, I'd man, like nothing can touch me. To me. Nothing can touch me at that point. I <laughs> Yo, go fuck every stripper in the club. Oh my god! Because for a little bit, yeah, that's fucking shit. <laughs> fuck for real. That'd be what is AIDS shit. gonna do? I just crashed in an airplane. Like, I just, <laughs> I just flew to. I just fell from fifteen thousand feet and survived. Like, and I mean, like an actual survival. Like you get fucked up, yeah, but not like like drooling shit. That's not <laughs> perfectly survive. I'm sorry. I'm going to fucking hell anyway. Half motherfuckers listen to this. I'm gonna be joining oh, in there. So you know, because you know, you just all laughed at that <laughs> shit. So don't even. But yeah, I, I, we're all. You know what? As as the the weeks go on, it, there's more and more shit's gonna come out about how it was mad fucked up, and they should have never went down in this I fucking wait. sardine can with the propeller. <sighs> yeah, that nuts, bro. I. I'll say one more thing and then get off this. I don't want to harp on it for too long, but <clears throat> I kept thinking the whole time it was a submarine. I was like, a submarine going to miss me? You can't find a submarine? Because I'm thinking like a submarine. Yeah. And I, and I finally went and looked at it. I was like, that's what they looking for? I wouldn't have got on that motherfucking thing. What the fuck is that? Like, I can buy that at, at the that's fucking... That's what I mean, dude. I know I what a submersible. Buy one of those. Listen, I know what a what submersible looks like, and when they said submersible, if you ever seen that movie, um, oh shit, it's something like Ocean Floor or something like that. It's it's pretty much this movie where this this like drilling company figures out that they can get like really fucking fresh oil, or whatever, in the that like the deepest trench in the world. I can't think of the name right now. Something inverse trench. I'm sure if you look at it, you find it. Whatever. It's about this the scientist team that stays down there and they rotate every six months. Mm-hmm. And they have this like mm-hmm. submersible that that's what I pictured. It literally looks it looks like a fucking bus almost, but like as a submarine. That's what I thought when they said submersible. Not it literally looks like what you said, like a big oxygen cylinder that they just turned into like a fucking it looks almost like a big ass torpedo. But like yeah. ghetto as fuck. Some <laughs> dude worked on in his backyard every day after work. Like, what are you doing? All right, honey, what are you doing? I'm gonna go work on my submersible. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> what did you just say? 
<laughs> okay. Anyway, CEO, whatever you. Hey. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> On to some more uh, juicy content. It's not really juicy, but um, uh, I had one of something I wanted to Ow. touch on before we close out on you guys today. I do want to say to apologize for not posting last week. There was an yeah, issue my computer with the recording. fucked up, man. Damn it! And um, I tried fixing it, but my audio got all fucked up. Yeah, I don't know what it was. So instead of trying to come back because of you know scheduling and stuff, we we just say hey, next week do another episode. So sorry about that. It's not that we didn't record an episode last week. We recorded an episode and it fucked us. So yeah, yeah, that's that. Um, I was gonna I'm trying to figure out which one of these I wanted to talk about today. The effects of childhood trauma on adult relationships. I don't know if I touched that one before. Ah. How to navigate long distance. Ah. Yeah, how to navigate long distance relationships in the digital age. Sweet. I wonder what they <laughs> consider a long distance relationship. Like, are we talking like an hour away? A couple hours? Like, 15 hours? Like, I'm... Like, is it like, long, I get it, like anything more than like, is it like anything more than like five hours? Like, that's what I mean. I would say longer than a work day. I say if, if it so takes like you a work hours. day to drive. Oh, no, so there, work day, so like eight hours. eight hours. Yeah, I say if it takes you a work day to get there in a car, long distance. Like if I, you know, where we live at, if you were dating a girl from New York, I consider that long distance. Okay, yeah, because that's fucking so, four hours. I think long distance is becoming a lot more of a thing these days, too, with social media. I mean, you're meeting women. Women are meeting men. Men are meeting women that are not necessarily in their town or local, but you two like Me. each other. So <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you think that uh, you can best keep that going strong? And uh, oof. Honestly, it... it for me, the first thing that comes to mind is just one word, patience. That's it's really what it is, patience. And, and for me, like, all right, so in this world, we're like literally to like bring up our prior, one of the most common phrases, you know, the, the grass is green on the other side. So it's very easy to bring up any social media. I don't even have to name them and just be like, oh, she's hot or he's good. Like, you know, that's what I mean. But for me, like, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, I found a connection that I really, really feel like is what I've been looking for. And I know Bryson, you guys can't see Bryson right now, but he's shaking his fucking head like this motherfucker. Because <laughs> if you guys been listening to the podcast, you know, three or four podcasts ago. Sweet ass motherfucker. I was like, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Like, I don't want to. But, you know, I just, I met someone who definitely, like, made me look at it different. And she does not live close to me at all. She doesn't live too far. She lives about an hour from me. To me, that's not far. I know to some people, that's especially my guy friends, are like, nah, that's too far. But that's not far. Where, like, I, it's going to make me sound like a dating hoe, but I've been on plenty of dates. And a lot of the women that I've talked to, I've just been like, nah, I'm good. And there was this one, there was just many things about her that was like, you know what? She's she's different. She's very different. She, don't get me wrong. She's still a pain in the ass, but I still care about her a lot. She's still a woman. <laughs> yes. 
Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I could, I know she's rolling her eyes right now. She's hearing this. Well, she can't hear it yet, but she will when she, when it gets posted. But, um, no, but if anything, yeah, to get, to get back on like the question, honestly, it, patience, it takes patience and being like very understanding that, you know, for the other side, like the, obviously they want to be there. And if they don't, that's something you guys can talk about, but patience and understanding. I probably say the two things I'll put out there. Have you done long distance? The longest I've ever done is what I'm dealing with right now, which technically is That's not long distance. Yeah, yeah. So, so That's I think really I'm gonna, not. I'm gonna. You're the, you're the one who's got here. the better outlook on that. I done long distance, Massachusetts to Mississippi. That's a fucking distance. Um, and I'm going to tell you, in order to navigate long distance in this digital age, take advantage of all the resources you have in this digital age. Yeah. FaceTime was fairly new. I don't even know if it was in at the time I met my wife, my yeah. ex-wife. Um, texting, um, I don't think iMessage was even a thing at that time either. So we video called a lot. So I say video call. Make sure you're trying to get in contact with each other all the time. Make sure you 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 talk to each other. Um, but trust is going to be the biggest thing, in my opinion. You're 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 I'm I'm in Mississippi. She was in Massachusetts. I could have been fucking a different bitch every week. She did she couldn't have known. It's just but you're gonna have to trust in the person that you're putting this time into if you really wanted to go somewhere. And secondly, I think you really need to know what you want out of this. Yeah. Make it clear to each other like well I'll say because that by I think it was by like month six or eight, six to eight months. We just had that. We had to have that conversation. Like, who's moving where? Because ultimately, this isn't going to make it. No, going how we're doing. Yes, we were flying back and forth. That was another thing. You got to see each other. Yeah, <laughs> you have to see each other. You're so not making an effort. I flew up there. I flew up there twice. I flew up here twice to Massachusetts and stayed three weeks each time. She flew down to me twice and stayed three weeks each time. You got to see each other. So that was three, six, nine, twelve weeks out of a whole year that we physically saw each other. Um, sorry, that was a burp. Uh, 12 weeks out of the year, we physically saw God each other. Damn it. Um, so you have to see each other. When you do see each other, make the most out of it. Make the most. Don't waste your time with petty arguments, the stupid shit. Even when you talk on the phone, don't waste your time with that because no. your conversation and that physical, when y'all get next to each other, is going to be very, very important. So um, I know when me and my ex-wife had that conversation one of us knew like what are we doing because this what we're doing now financially is very expensive um can't keep flying back and forth and so either you can move here or i can move there um and we both were willing to do whatever for the other person me personally yeah. i get i made it easy for her. i told her well i'll move up there because there ain't shit here in mississippi um as far as I mean, I don't really care for the narrow mindedness of the people at that time. Yeah. Uh, jobs, money, um, stuff like that. More opportunity here. So I made it easy for I told I'll move up there. We set the date for the move and that was it. But I think, yeah, you need to go into it realistically that eventually within that first six months to a year, one of you need to think, okay, uh, is it realistic that one of us are going to move to live with the other person? 
because ultimately that's what it's going to come to. Somebody's going to have to move. Yeah. One or the other. And if you can sit back and say, I know I'm not moving. And the other person is saying, well, I know I'm not moving. Then y'all should might as well go ahead and call it off and just call it what it is. Cause y'all are just, you know, long distance lovers at that point. Y'all, y'all on some LDL shit. Yeah. I mean, and that's the bottom line, but you definitely have to have the trust instilled first and know who you're with. I wasn't worried about trusting her. I trusted her hundred percent. I didn't think anything was going on. Um, hopefully nothing was going on. I don't know. Well, yeah, but like, well, like all this information we're giving you on this specific subject, this only applies to loyal people. Yeah. If, if you're going to have like a long distance relationship with some guy or girl and then not be faithful to them, then there's no just, point. There's no fucking point. Like, what do you want a fucking vir- virtual pen pal at this day and age? That makes no yeah. sense. Just, just get out of it. If you're already, I mean, if you're long distance and you're cheating, don't even do, don't even act yeah. like you want that person to move in with you. Like, don't, don't do don't, that to her. Don't do or that. Yeah, just... Don't do that to the part, to the other person. Cause that's just so fucked up. So fucked up. They are uprooting their entire life to come fuck with you. And they yeah. get there and not even a few weeks in, who's this bitch? Who's this bitch? Like, you're yeah. already getting caught up, bro. The first month. And I know it's happening to some of y'all. It's like, like be able to read the person you're with. Know yeah, for real. who you are and who you're dealing with. And get out of that shit, bro. Get out of that shit. If, you, if you're sensing red flags, do not uproot your fucking life. If you are sensing red flags. When you're taking somebody local, you can get some red flags, whatever. But we're talking about long distance. If I, if I if she had red flags and she came to me and those red flags turned out to be true, she just now left her entire family, friends, school, everything to come chill with me. And I'm just nothing but a, I'm 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 just wrecking shit. You know, I'm, uh, so is what it is. Yeah, man, definitely have have you have you have, have your shit in order. Have your shit in order. Yeah, seriously, they just just it like I said before, patience and fucking uh, patience and, and like communication is probably your best bet. If you, if you definitely like, don't get me wrong. I've met a lot of people that were like, now nah, I can't do long distance, but it is what it is. You may find like what you're actually looking for. So don't knock it. Definitely. I, I definitely wouldn't knock it. Um, I, I've always been ab- about the mind that never turned somebody down because of obstacles i mean yeah so connections important i feel like regardless of where they live if you feel like this person matches your matches you go for it and maybe they weren't a long distance person before but now they're like you know what this guy is different than anybody i've ever met maybe my guy is not here in idaho maybe my guy is in fucking washington and that's where i need to be i mean that that's possible yeah you know, I felt it's like at possible. that time my woman was in Massachusetts and I came here. That woman led me to this woman. You know, it's like and then I get into the how every choice, you know, just changes your direction in life. I don't know where yeah. I would have been if I never would have joined the army. I never would have been married. I wouldn't have two kids. I wouldn't have met Julia. I would have just. Yeah, I still I think be like that all the Mississippi. Time. Like my mind goes crazy when I start thinking about that shit, too. Like every decision I made took me on another path. And now it's brand new. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's really crazy. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I mean, that's all I got to say about that, man. It's trust is trust, patience, and um, communication. Mm-hmm. Top three things 
I mean, that's important in any relationship, but even more so if you're in that long distance situation and you're trying to figure out, should I uproot my life for this person? I say if you're trying to figure out if you should uproot your life, just look at those three things in realistically. Don't look at it like, well, yeah, he does sometimes, but you know, no, look at that shit realistically. Does that stand out to you? Is that alarm hitting your head like, that right there might be a problem. Don't leave your house for that shit. Don't leave your fucking life for that shit. Pay attention. Anyway. So, Louie, if you ain't got nothing left for the audience, man, we're going to get on out of here. You got anything for him? You want to leave? Uh, all I'm going to say is um, just a little, like, fucking tidbit for next week. Next week, we got a, we got someone coming on. Um, Laura Grace. She's, uh, like, a digital creator. She's been on the news. Like, you she's been she's been around when it comes to being like social media outlets and all like that she's got a lot of exposure so we wanted to get her insight on what it would be like on her dating life because it's one thing if we me and bryce have always like bounced back and forth what it would be like to be have like such a like social media presence but then still have to juggle like dating and stuff like that so she's gonna be on next week so make sure you guys tune in other than that Hey, love the people that listen. If you have any like feedback or uh, suggestions or just want to shoot the shit, you guys know where to reach us on Instagram. Uh, but that's all I got. All right. With that being said, thank you everybody for listening. It's your boys from the man cave. We'll holler at you later. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>